privilege and opportunity to be here. Everything's been said. Now what do I say? Amen. I mean, I had uh, a message all figured out, and uh, it's been preached about three times. Amen. Something's been said about it, but that's all right. We'll go uh, look at things maybe a little bit different. Amen. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. But of that day, pay particular attention, that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Father, thank you for the privilege. I pray, Lord, now for your wisdom, your guidance, and God, your filling. God, filleth this vessel to overflow, and the best I know how I give it to you. And Lord, I ask you to meet it out as folks uh, need fit from you. And Lord, bless now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, we're looking at this thing. It's uh, 2024 is coming, right? Can I, can I just say something real earth-shaking right here? It ain't here yet. I mean, it's not here yet. You have not been gifted with 2024 yet. You have been gifted with 2023 to this point. You were gifted with today, right? I got looking at this thing. In fact, it was this morning about 2 o'clock. I was awakened by a, well, it's a long story. And I could not go back to sleep for a little while. So I got up. First thing I did was pray a while. I got up and I found a spot in my daughter's house, the only spot I could find where somebody wasn't stretched out sleeping. And I put my feet up and I put my Bible in my lap and I got my phone out and I went to YouTube and I listened to Dr. Ruckman preach for about two hours. <laughs> Amen. And I took some, I had some notes there and it was amazing. He was preaching along some of the notes I had. So I thought that's pretty cool. And finally, I got to the point where I said, Lord, I got to sleep. And I finally went back and I got about an hour of sleep and then went off and preached this morning. Amen. But said all that to say this. The, the thought arose as I was listening, as I was praying, as I was studying that, uh, you know, God is more concerned about your day than he is your year. Amen. He's more concerned about your day. The Bible talks about a day. It mentions it as such 1,732 times. It mentions it as days 855 times. It mentions year 367 times and years 537 times. That's 2,587 day or days and only 904 years. The ratio is almost 2 to 1 just in those mentions. And there are other minor mentions that that they're spelled a little differently or whatever, but those it's spelt as day and days and year and years. God has more concern for your day. In fact, he said this uh, back over there in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, I believe it is, he mentions the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Today, today. today. God's concerned about today. Uh, Brother Tom Lynch asked a question. Uh, how's it going to be when you die? I'll tell you how it's going to be when you die. You're going to die just like you lived. I've watched my heroes all go, and many of them were mentioned. I, got, I had the privilege of rubbing elbows with them, preaching with them, praying for them, preaching, uh, preaching for them, uh, driving them around, caring for them. I mean, I had the privilege of putting dark, uh, Brother Carl Lackey to bed when he was getting to where he couldn't take care of himself. I mean, a lot of things like that. But I'm, I said all that to say this. You know how they died? 
just like they lived. Jack Wood took all these men. I was preaching a meeting when Jack Wood died. And I was at ready, and I told the preacher when I got there, I said, I may disappear. I said, if the preacher dies, I'll be gone. You know, I'll go, I'm going to the funeral. I was in a meeting. And, but then the Lord said, no, I want you to stay here. That's okay. So I was in a meeting preaching a first mission conference for a little church, and I, I called Brother Jack, probably right, not long before he died, because he died in that week. And uh, so I called him, and I talked to him, and he said, where are you at? I told him. He said, what you doing? I said, I'm preaching first mission conference at this little church. He said, stay there. I said, yes, sir. What he was telling me already, because he went and said, I asked him first. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to get my horses lined up and finish this thing out. That was his way of talking, old cowboy. And uh, he said, I've just got things together. And when I told him where I was, he said, you stay there. You finish the job. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll honor the old man. You know, how, you know what he did? He called all of his uh, close preacher boys in. And they all gathered around the bed. And as they sat there, he said, boys, he said, I've shown you how a man of God lives. Now I'm going to show you how a man of God dies. And he died just like he lived. Amen. And that's how that's how it'll be. Now, I know accidents happen and things go you know, crazy. And but still, your testimony is what's important about the thing. And what your testimony is going to be. It's going to be exactly how you live. You live for God amen. each day, amen. You get up in the morning, you start the day out right, you start out with prayer, you start out Bible reading, amen. You live for God, you draw nigh to God, God draws nigh to you, amen, and you finish the day out, amen, the same way, right? And so I understand how it works, but God's concerned about that day. He's concerned about the day of salvation. And then in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17, he mentions another day. He said, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Amen. See? And the day of judgment says what? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Boldness. Another place says we have, there is no fear in judgment for us. Why? No fear in judgment because what? Perfect love casteth out fear. Amen. So you know how you're going to go to judgment? Just, just like you live. You want, to, you want to go through the judgment and do a good job? Live right. Amen. And you'll face it just like you live. But if you're slothful, you're going to face it with the slothfulness. Amen. If you're, you know, whatever. If you don't live right, you're going to face it in a big way. Amen. But you live right. You know what you'll hear? Take your Bible there. and You're in Matthew 24. Flip over a page. Get over there, Matthew chapter 25. And... Uh, in 24, his disciples asked him, he said, Lord, what's the sign of your coming? And he answered them with about, I don't know, a whole bunch of signs. I didn't count them all today. But a whole bunch of signs. They asked for signs, singular. He gave them signs. And then he got down to the end of the signs and he said, uh, and this is just the beginning of sorrows. And then he said, the sign of the Son of Man coming. And you know what it was? He said, you're going to know the sign when you see me coming. There's the sign. <laughs> You want to know when I'm coming? Look up. You'll see me coming and you'll know the sign. I'm here, right? I'm coming. So here in Matthew 25, then, he takes this thing into more of an accountability aspect. And he talks about the talents. Uh, there in verse 15, and he gave, under one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. God gave every man some kind of talent. Some amount of talent. 
Now listen, he did it according to his several ability. Now there's folks in here can play the piano like you wouldn't believe. And what happened? It, hey, that talent came from hard work. That talent had to be developed. But you know what you had? You had the ability. It was in you. I've noted when I, I learned guitar. And when I learned guitar, we had this little board we had to sit on. That board, it was just about a quarter inch thick, kind of flexible. And you could sit on it and sit out there like that. And we had this little guy we had on a stick. And he had joints at each joint, just like you and I do. And somebody else would play an instrument, and you had to tap the board. And if the guy could dance on the board, then you can play an instrument. But if the guy couldn't dance, forget it, man. Go play the radio. Amen? That's just how it works. And it's works. It's works. Time and time, and an old mountain man taught me that. And he said, uh, listen, he said, I've done this all my life. And he said, I've watched. He said, anybody can't make that little guy jig a little bit? They can't play an instrument. They can't pick it up. Can't learn it. Amen. And so what? Didn't have that talent. Didn't have it in them. And you know how it is. Those of you that have learned music, man, you can hear the notes, can't you? When somebody else is playing, if they hit a clinker, you know they hit a clinker. And if you hit a clinker, you know you hit a clinker. Amen. And a lot of times, you man, you'll hit clinkers and somebody come up and say, man, that was a great job. And you're thinking, man, I hit clinkers all over the place. Well, you know what? They couldn't hear the notes, man. And what? Don't have that talent. Right. But God gives us all a talent of some kind. Amen. And he gives us the Bible said over there in Ephesians chapter four. What it said he when he ascended up on high, he gave gifts unto men. And here it says he gave them talents according to their several ability. You've got an ability. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do, what you know. You've got an ability. And God gave you that ability. And he expects something out of you. He expects, amen, to, to, to work with that thing. Amen. And to what? Let's read on. Down. Look there in verse uh, 20. I'm just going to skip along a little bit because time's sake. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. Amen. You know, it didn't say that he gained 50. And, you know, there was a long time where, you know, you weren't being fruitful if you didn't have 50,000 people saved by the end of your life or, you know, 5,000 saved this year. And <clears throat> How many did that guy gain? He was given five. How many did he gain? Five. You know what he did? He reproduced each one of them. That's all God's really asking you to do. Reproduce what I give you. Reproduce what I give you. And you know what you do? You just go out and you do what you're supposed to. Amen. What God has given you to do with that thing. And what happens? God gives the increase. That's up to him. The amount's not up to you. Man, if you can just go out and all you ever did in your whole lifetime was reproduce the talent God gave you, amen, and it bore fruit one time, that's all God is ever going to require of you. Amen. People beat themselves up thinking, I got to go do more of this and more of that, and I, I haven't had this many, and I haven't. Did you do what you were supposed to do today? Take your Bible, go back to Psalm chapter 95. Psalm chapter 95. Well, I had a marker. There it is. Psalm chapter 95. 
Bible says in verse six, O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand today. If you will hear his voice, didn't say tomorrow, didn't say next week, didn't say next month, didn't say next year, said today, right now. God's concerned about today. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Every day, if you'll do the things you've already heard about, just kneeling down, praying, amen, or laying on your face or however you want to pray, amen. But you get alone with God and you talk to God and you read the book and God talks to you and God speaks to your heart even while you're praying. Amen. Hey, listen, did you hear a still small voice today? What did he say? Did you obey it? See? You'll die like you live. Amen. You'll die like you live. Today, God's worried about today. And then he talks about the day of the Lord in Zechariah 14, 1. Again, it's a day. There's coming a day. Amen. They sang it here earlier, I believe. And the day of his coming, Malachi chapter 3. Right? I'm telling you, man, if you had the day of salvation, it ought to get real exciting for you. Amen. And that thing about being joyful, listen, well, again, it goes back to this thing of using what God gave you and doing what you're supposed to do. You know, you can stand there happy. I remember as a boy, I, my mom, my, my dad would go off to work and he'd leave me a task. And he said, now I want that done by the time I get home tonight. And dad would come home. And if I, you know, kind of got busy fishing or, you know, chasing birds and hunting up in the woods or, you know, I mean, I, I lived out in the country, you know. And if I got busy doing some of that stuff and, and riding my bike or whatever, and I didn't get that thing done, and I, all of a sudden I look at my watch and I go, oh, no, Dad's coming home, you know. So I come running off the hill and out of the woods, and whoops, Dad's already home. Listen, I didn't go running right in the house. Hey, Dad, how you doing? <laughs> Amen. Why? Because I wasn't really excited about seeing Dad. Amen. Because I hadn't done what I was supposed to do. Boy, I'll tell you, those times I did what I was supposed to do, had it done. And I learned after a while, you know, you get called to the woodshed a couple times. Uh, you'll understand. It's you just go ahead and do what you got to do first. Yeah. And then those other minutes, those other seconds, the, the rest of that, 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 that can be yours. But do what you're supposed to do first. Right. And take care of it. Take care of those things, amen, that God, and give attention to the little things that God, because listen, God's not, he just doesn't come out and dump the whole bucket on you. God's a God of grace. He's a God of mercy. You know, he gives you a thing to do and says, there you go. You know, there you go. And you know what? He'll even help you do it. And you know what? If, you, if we submit to him and do it, what he said, you know, he'll, he'll do it through us. And then reward us for it in the end, for what he did. What a deal. You can't beat the deal we got. Amen. Amen. But you kept thinking about the thing, the day of his coming. It said there in verse 29 of Matthew 25, he's kind of giving a what for to the fellow that didn't exchange things, didn't do right with the talents. He said, thou oughtest therefore to put my money to the exchangers. Then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. 
He gave it to a guy that already had completed the task, who was given 10 talents, who already had 10 talents back, right? Or given five and got five more. Now he's got 10. And now what happens? He's fulfilled what he was supposed to fulfill. And God said, I'm just going to give it to him. God's just going to heap a little bit more on him. And said he shall have abundance. What's abundance? Flip over a little bit. And I'm looking here. Where'd it go? I had it. John chapter 15, verse 2. John 15, 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Amen. There's the abundance, and it's all the fruit that God gives. You know, you ever watch a tree or ever, ever work fruit? I mean, growing up in the country, we had fruit trees around. We had an apple orchard. And I noticed this. Uh, you know, I, there was no work involved by the fruit to become fruit. If you watered the tree or you watered the plant or whatever it was, and you took care of it around it, got made sure the dirt was taken care of around it and, and kept free from all the junk and it could get water and it got sunlight, guess what happened? Fruit all over the place. And an apple tree reproduced fruit. Apples, amen. What oranges? They don't grow too good up north, amen. And, you know, God, God made everything to reproduce after its kind, and it did. And it still does. And so what do you got? That fruit will come. What's it say over there in Ephesians? I believe it's chapter 5. Be not drunk with wine, when in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And then it says over there in Galatians chapter 5, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Joy. It's already been read and said, you know, I, I want to finish my course with joy. That's my life, my new life's verse. Amen. I've had several. I've added a few along the way. Now that I've been at this same 43 years, I want to finish with joy. Amen. Amen. I, and I'm joy. Man, I'm telling you, how are you going to get full joy? You're going to have to do all these things that were mentioned. You have to get along with God, man. You get you get God. You f- get filled up with God, get filled with the Holy Spirit of God, filled with that book. There'll be some joy in there. And you do what you're supposed to do, and there'll be some joy in there. And you get to look back at where you just came from and see the fruit of what God did because you obeyed. You were there where you were supposed to be, when you were supposed to be there, doing what you were supposed to do, and God bore fruit. And then the cool part comes in. That fruit begins to bear fruit. You ever watch a banana tree? Of course, they don't grow too good around here, huh? But you, you plant a banana tree, and that banana tree will come out, and, man, it'll spawn the, the stalk of bananas, you know, and then bananas will grow out like that, depending on what kind of banana they are. But it'll come out. Some of them be real big. Some of them are only like that. They're little short bananas. But then that banana tree, all of a sudden, you, you notice, as that banana stalk is starting to die off, there's another banana tree coming up right next to the banana tree. That tree spawned that tree after it gave fruit. And now you got perpetuation. You got another stalk of bananas coming. You watch apple trees. If an apple falls to the ground and the, right con- and the conditions are right, it will make another apple tree. 
Amen. What happened? And it didn't take any extra work. All it took was, was, was conditions of being right. It's important to be right. It's important to be right with God. Amen. It's important to stay right. Why? Because you never know when you're going to die. Amen. It could happen any moment. We may, this may be the last gifted day we get. Amen. The Lord could come back before midnight. Amen. Amen. I'm ready. Let her rip, Lord. I'm ready. Come on. Amen. That's my prayer every morning. God, would you come today? I go to bed at night. I say, God, you didn't come today. Would you come even in the night or come before morning? Lord, would you come, please? Why? I want to be with you. I want to be where everything's fruitful. I want to be where there is no sin. I want to be where everything's glory and everything's holy and everything's right and everything is about you. Amen. And then comes the day of his coming. Amen. I like that part. That's when we get on the back of the white horse. Amen. And he's on the lead white horse. And we get to follow him back and watch him fight. Amen. And watch him slay those armies by the word of his mouth. Amen. And they drop like flies and they can't and there's nothing they can do about it. They have fought against our king. They've been against what we do. They've been against our king's word. They've been against everything he stood for. And he said, enough's enough. And he comes back taking vengeance on them. Why? Because they refuse to obey the gospel. They refuse to see that God gave them a day in which to be saved. And then they refused to see that God gave them a day in which they could serve. And they refused to see that God gave them not only that, but then he gave them a day in which God could be sanctified in their life. Everyone in here could probably, if you've been saved any length of time, could probably name somebody the Lord took out way too soon. Too early. Why? Wouldn't live right. Wouldn't obey. Amen. Amen. And it's sad. It's grievous sometimes. God gave us a day. He gave us today. Amen. It's important what we do with each day. Each day. Why? Because each day matters. Because God's concerned about days. You know what? If every day is done right, every week will be done right. And then if every week is done right, every month will be done right. And if every month is done right, every year will be done right. Just do what he said do right here. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for the privilege. I pray it's been a help and a blessing. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, preacher. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. <clears throat> Oops, that's not it.